0: Hello and welcome to Season 4 of Motivate Me. Are you feeling flat and you want to get your mojo back? Well, welcome to Monday Motivation, where we'll be dishing out tips, tricks, and techniques to get your head and heart back in the game. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Motivate Me. It's me time here on Motivate Me, and we are working on coming back from flat. Before we start today, let's get into the right headspace. We're going to engage in the idea that this is time where you are the priority. We're going to start by taking two good breaths so you can follow me. We'll be in for four, hold for four, out for six. So in for four. Hold for four. Out for six. Let's get one more of those. In for four. Hold for four. Out for six. And as usual, feel free to continue those nice breaths during this time together. Today's focus is going to be called Experiment with your craft. I'd like to start off this episode with a famous quote. It's a Buddhist proverb that says, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Some people feel proverbs have one specific meaning, but that's not the way I look at it. I feel like they're like songs and poetry and we connect to them in our personal way and our interpretation of them changes over time as we evolve. Here's what I mean. From my first experience with this proverb was when I was in college to become a teacher. As a teen, I was much more focused on my social life than school. So I got off to a slow academic start, you could say. And I didn't go to college until I was in my 30s. So when I first saw this quote, when the student is ready, the teacher appears, I felt like it was really speaking to me. And at the time, I took it to mean that until a person, the student, is ready to learn, the teacher is just not visible. And no matter how hard or long the teacher tries to reach the student, until the student is ready, the teacher might as well be trying to get a tangible hold on something like smoke or water. It's impossible. On the other hand, when the student is ready to learn, the student will seek out the teacher and they'll go to great lengths to do their learning which was exactly what I did when I was ready. For my first year of teaching high school English on, this quote has always had a place in my classroom. Of course, the irony is that I'd gone from being the blind student to the teacher who was now trying to grasp in my students what isn't necessarily tangible. What I did do is try to help my students see what I couldn't at their age, and I did that by enlisting them in my process. The reality is I learned more from my students than they did from me, which is the second experience I had with this proverb. I came to understand that we're all students and we're all teachers. And I let them know that I was learning from them. And in doing that, I empowered all of us. My third and final experience with this proverb is its connection to the ego. That to be an authentic student, one must shed their ego. And that's a really humble, vulnerable, and daring place to be. I've spoken about ego on the show many times before. Ego is what controls our feelings and inspires our action or inaction. It's our mind, where all that thinking and overthinking comes from. The ego's intention is to keep us safe and to keep us comfortable, but it does that through keeping us afraid, afraid of failure, afraid of looking dumb or silly afraid of physical harm, afraid of risk. Our ego is what keeps us inside our comfort zone. So what does all of this have to do with experimenting with our craft? We have to allow ourselves to become the vulnerable student again. We have to give ourselves the freedom to try things on for size. We need to broaden our perspective. Am I in the right niche of what I'm doing now, or can I use what I'm good at in an entirely different field? You may be somebody who's already aligned with your passion or you may be somebody who's trying to figure out what your talent is. Either way, how will a pastry chef know if he should be making and decorating cakes unless he experiments? How can a novelist know if they could be a poet if they don't try it? How will a corporate attorney know that they'd rather be a public defender if they don't explore? Or how will the science professor realize She's better suited for cancer research if she's never considered it. I always think about country music star Darius Rucker at times like this. Do you know who he is? You probably know him as the front man for Hootie and the Blowfish. He went from a rock sensation to a country sensation. And you know what? That takes a lot of guts in my book. What's most important about this is that experimentation doesn't just breed creativity. Experimentation creates who we are in the life we live. And as far as your ego is concerned, it will be on this journey with you and you will either let it limit you or you will limit it. So if all of this is so important, why do so many of us choose not to explore when it comes to our gifts and talents? Why do we stay pigeonholed where we are or never take chances? Well, here's some basic reasons why people choose not to experiment with their craft. We're afraid we won't be good at it. We're afraid of what others will think about us. We don't want to look dumb or silly. We fear we're letting other people and their expectations down. But here's the thing. Exploration is a process. It's not a permanent decision. It's no harm, no foul to envision yourself taking your gifts and using them in a new way. I put together a list of seven simple tips that will help you take your craft to the next level or maybe to a different level. So the first thing I suggest is that you read and watch movies about other people in your field, whether they're fictional or nonfiction. Learn about people who are doing the same thing you're doing or you're interested in. Learn about their work. Learn about their life. Next, play. Play without having expectations of the outcome for what you're creating. Next, take yourself less seriously. If we're so serious, then we can't let the creativity in. And after that, take yourself more seriously. Why? Because I want you to believe in yourself. After that, let go of judgment your own meaning of yourself, and that of others. Two more. I would love it if you practiced positive self-talk. Repeat after me. I'm the best, baby. (laughs) Keep telling yourself that. And the last one. Invest the time it takes to better your craft. Beauty's painful. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) All right, so listen, we would love to hear your thoughts. You can come chat with me in our private Facebook group, Motivate Me Support System. And you can check out motivatemepodcast.com for anything else. And I'm going to leave you with some truth talk from me to you. You know, we take ourselves and the opinions of others too seriously. We take life too seriously. Leave your ego at the door. Envision other ways you can utilize your talents and then experiment. Our goal is to get our head and heart back in the game, to reclaim our passion. What if the reason you aren't all in is because you have been missing the target? Find the target and you will find yourself again. Please remember, you motivate me. I'm Lynette along.